What's up? What? What's up? Wait, are we? Are, we're not. We're, you mean we're not doing? Okay. I thought maybe we could bring it back for a week. Uh, hi, it's uh, it's jobbing out. I'm uh, Glenn. That's Aaron, and of course the constant. <laughs> where, 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 where's? Oh. No. Oh, okay. The, the only constant is there is no constant in this that show. Is, that is correct. It is the reality of the circumstances. Well, uh, such is life. Such is life. But Brandon, I am told, is going to join us at some point during the course of the program. As it is our huge SummerSlam preview spectacular, Aaron, as always. Uh, we got a great show. We booked a significant guest for a big show like this. And we've got a... Okay, we didn't do any of that either. No, no. We didn't do any of that either. But we're here, technically, um, and and that is that is literally all you can ask for at this point. <laughs> um, I, I It's funny because I feel like if I had done this show with you guys last week, there was something that I wanted to lose my mind about. Um, and I, I mean, can't I'm sure like, you always want to lose your I mind can't over something. Like about me. I mean, it, if you want me to lose my mind about something this week, a- ask me how I feel about what they did on Collision on Saturday night. <laughs> you, you want me to lose my mind about something, ask me how I feel about how sh- utterly and completely naked and shameless this is. Um, but uh, it, it, it's it's frustrating, too, because I juxtapose... You know, AW has been bad for a while. Like, there's no getting around it. It's just, it's bad programming. But the MJF thing is shaping up to be just spectacular. Yeah, I was going to say, you you said you wanted to start in a different direction. If you just want to talk about that for a few minutes till Brandon we, comes, we can, I'm okay with it. We can talk about it for a minute. It's 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 funny because it's a reminder. I, I think I saw something today. Like, did ESPN put out, like, a ranking of young wrestlers? Or yeah, top, top 30 like, under 30. And and where was MJF on the list? Number one. Yeah, I mean, I completely get that. Um, who, can you do you have that list by by chance? I know Rio was number two. Dominic okay. Mysterio was in the top ten, which I'm sure you oh, love. God. All right, uh, never mind. This list is worthless. Um, <laughs> but it is here. Ins- here, you want you want me to read it off real quick? Yeah, go ahead. All right, so we got MJF number one. We got Rhea Ripley number two. We have Austin Theory number three. Nope. El- El Hijo de Vakingo, number four. Dominic Mysterio, number five. Nope. Braun Breaker, number six. Camrello Hayes, number seven. Uh, Takeshita, number eight. Liv Morgan, number nine. Logan Paul, number ten. Okay, so was the point of this list to say there aren't any good wrestlers under the age of 30? Was that no, like No, because but, no, cause once you get down, you got uh, 11 is Julia, who you're not aware of, but she's a big uh Big woman in Japan. She's the stardom champion right now, and a lot of people think she's going to okay. show up and all in. Butch is number 12. All right. I mean, Jack that's... Perry, 13. Wesley, 14. Um, someone who I don't know at 15 from stardom. Tony Storm, 16. Dragon Lee, 17. Bandito, 18. Jamie Hayter, 19. Wheeler Yuta, 20. Of, of everyone on that list after number two, I, I would argue at the moment, I, I'd actually be torn. I don't know whether I would have Wesley three and Carmelo four or Carmelo three and Wesley four, but the, I'm leaning more what we've seen of late towards the idea that like Wesley might really be the guy 
of that group, right? Like he might really ultimately prove to be the one that's the biggest star of all of that. But Dragonoff twenty six is a bit weird. If if Dragonoff is on the list, he absolutely should be much higher on the list. Yeah, like Dragonoff. I mean, that it, by the way, talking about NXT, like that stood out to me the past two yeah, weeks. It's like yeah, there yeah. is something, something there, not yeah, just the right. something we knew was there. No doubt, but I still don't think that I like. I still don't think I'm as high on Dragonoff as I am on Wesley. Like I, I am so bloody high on Wesley at the moment. I can't begin to describe it. I, it's just such an atrocious three to ten on that list. Like I can't believe how bad three to ten <laughs> is on that list. Um. Anyway, I bring this up because I, I we've been reminded of late how insane it is with MJF, and this is a little bit different than anything they've ever done before, which is in part why it makes it so good, even though we all know, like, there's there's a giant wink-wink, nudge-nudge thing going here, and yet we're it makes it all the more exciting. Like, I'm so much more inclined to enjoy it knowing that there's going to be a, that they're going to drag it all the way out to Wembley until they finally pay it off, they could go and they could do it farther than that too. I don't think they can. I I don't I don't think they can do it farther than Wembley because I think at some point it ends up like you're in a kind of a sweet spot right now. Remember, I didn't really think this was going to go on for that long to begin with. Mhm. And they dragged it out past that and they've made it work. I think that at some point you run into a danger of no, we actually don't want it at some point. Like right now, like you can say the average, the the mouth, there's a mouth breather somewhere that doesn't recognize what's happening and will be upset when it occurs. But the majority of us all understand exactly what's going on. And it's wonderful. Like we it, it's it's perfect. Yes. But if you continue for too long, you at some point, I think, run the risk of missing the moment and then doing it for the sake of doing it at that point, And it doesn't have the same juice like right now you only have to get through a few more shows and you only have to get through a few more you know mjf um playing to the crowd and like i I would argue that more than like two weeks of that almost becomes burdensome here but i think they can get to wembley i believe they can get to wembley and i trust mjf so much that i think they can make it work i'm I guess what I'm worried is that they might try to pull the trigger before then, like just because you do kind of want to go into a major show like that. Say whatever you want about all the tickets being sold. They're still putting the thing on pay-per-view. And so I can understand why maybe before the show they would want to like have a face and a heel like before the show begins for the sake of that. But I don't know. I kind of think the moment is better if they can hold out until Wembley at this point. Because this really is next level stuff that we're watching at the moment. Let me just, I I agree with you for the most part. And I actually tend to think that it won't be at Wembley. It'll probably be the show before Wembley. Yeah. There there were a couple, you know, the fact that Cole, first of all, the fact that MJF came out with an already printed contract, Chekhov's gun right there. And the fact that Adam Cole didn't look at the contract before signing it. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, big check off gun there. But mm. I just want to something I was kind of toying around so, with. So you think that the contract has a stipulation that MJF will introduce the dynamite before something when? like that? Yeah. OK, 
you know. Yeah. I could see that. I, I kind of, I really like in my heart of hearts want them to drag this all the way out to Wembley, have seventy thousand people there, and then literally as the match starts, MJF like clubs him from behind or something, and then just undresses. How stupid are you? You know, like I yeah, really. That's- in front of 70,000 people, it, it's unprecedented. Like, to set up for... Now, then there's the danger of that, that you don't get the match that 70,000 people deserve to get if you do it that way. Right. And so maybe you've got to let the match... match. I guess you would have to... I, I think you... Yeah, you have to... You, you, can, you can have him be heel, but thir- 20 minutes into the match. Yeah, I guess you have to do it that way, but God, I would actually almost love it more if he did it <laughs> oh, right. It, it, would be, it would be completely <laughs> wonderful. God. But go, going back to what I was saying, um, let me just frame this here. And I, I don't have all the details worked out. It's not perfect. But if they were looking to stretch this out a little bit further, you have the CM Punk thing. And CM Punk def- pretty definitively I, at this I don't uh, want it to have anything to do. I want it to be so far away. The CM Punk thing is so naked and gross yes that i want this as far away as humanly possible well, here's here is why i almost I, I think it's so naked and gross the fans see it as naked and gross the fans don't like it don't like cm punk having a face mjf unify those titles a fa- ah. def- against a super you know this disgusting cm punk yeah. i think is and you can do that at all out. like let me let me just say you have a you have a match and maybe uh, you can do something a little bit sneaky with MJF but overall he's still good with Cole you're still coming out as as a face you have him beat CM Punk unify those titles be the undisputed champion then at Grand Slam or whatever you have something that's where you pull the trigger and I don't need you anymore leading to the well, rematch at full the, gear. The, there are two issues that I have with that. One, if he already, by the way, Brandon is here. Uh, hey. Hey, Brandon, how are you? Um, the first issue I have with it is that if NJF just cleanly beats Adam Cole at Wembley, I don't know what the argument is for why there would be a rematch. Like, That's why I'm saying it, there's something not overly crazy, but enough to be like, mm, you know, it, it wasn't completely clean. But not uh, enough to be like. I don't okay, think it's going to be remotely clean. Well, we're having. Well, I, I was, I was just put, I was just Aaron's, putting in. Aaron's flushing out a theory at the moment. Oh, got it. Like okay. he's flushing something out. Um, the second part that I'll come back to is, I, at that point, you're talking about six, six weeks of face MJF. Yeah. This is no longer manipulative. This is a character. Like you, six. After six weeks, I no longer want him to go back to doing the other thing. What it's, if it's Cole who turns? I was going to propose that, actually. No. Okay. No. I, just want, I just wanted to no. throw it out there. <laughs> no. I, I, I know where your head's at. And I mean, it's not. I'm just at devil's it, advocate. Like it, it's This is too – I mean, this is the peak of the MJF character. I mean, this is – Better than anything he's ever done before. I almost think you have to see it through this time. And then if you want to do like. I, it's I the, it's the heel CM Punk thing that that's making me wonder a little bit. If I they try to stretch well, it but I still not full. Like they were still trying to do half and half with that. I, I don't. don't think, <laughs> I, 
I understand the crowd's not going to allow it, but this is almost John Cena at this point. Like it, it's, I mean, it's just so bad and I don't really want to, I don't, well, I don't. The, what's the Roderick strong of all of this? Is no, that... no one cares. <laughs> like yeah, I was going to say, no, 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 no but no. you have, but you have to talk about it because they're, nope. they're that, you, no, you do. Because no, well, no, I mean, here's, here's that's going to factor is. into this. Sure. It, if you, if should, we want to say 1000% should not, it shouldn't, but it clearly will. No. But you know, <laughs> I mean, you know what he can be? He can be the guy who's saying he's the, you know. This isn't the real him. This isn't the real him. This isn't the real him. You know, Cole doesn't see it. And I mean, granted, that makes Cole look really stupid. But, you know, that's kind of Adam Cole's stupid character. Um, he, he's just he's the I, I don't even want to say angel on his shoulder, but he's he's the other side. He's the one kind of constantly reminding him just to, you know, show. Yeah, he really is that gullible, I guess, in a sting Sting-esque way. So. I, I, I want him I, to I feel not like be they, on television next week. Yeah, I, see, I, I, I can't. I, th- and I, this goes. Go ahead, Brandon. Go ahead. I feel like this is them thinking that he's more important than he is. Like this is this is a bit of a crutch for them sometimes. Is like they take I, these people and they think they have to do some grand thing with certain people, but they only have like the one thing thought out, and then they have no idea what to do after that, right? Like they tried to act like uh, I'm trying to think of an example of this. Like there's people that they act like are very important for like one little thing. And then they're just thrown in the bin with everybody else. Like this feels like that. And ultimately those thoughts end up maybe not ruining, but definitely cheapening other things that shouldn't be cheapened or ruined. It's fair. Um I think this is a reminder that they're not good at programming. Like, I yeah. I just, I, I, I think, I don't need to overthink this too much. AEW is bad at professional wrestling. They're terrible at it. They, it their programming is dreadful. It's awful. I, I, I don't, I'm trying to be nice about this because what I really want to say is, it, this is embarrassing as a company, what they've been putting out, save for one thing. One thing. And and actually, the main event on Dynamite this week was very good. I mean, we can get into a, a breakdown about. And they have good matches, but like that doesn't matter. I think. I mean, not, we knew that. Like we knew that they were gonna have. They're like not that, that's good that's the baseline. That's the floor. Yes. We know they're gonna always have they're, good matches. They're not good at being a professional wrestling company. They're not good at understanding. I mean, it, it's it's hilarious that Cody told us what they were just. What he did was he tried to make it seem like that was a good thing when what he was announcing was how awful the programming was going to be for years to come because he was telling you up front, we're not going to try. Like, and that's what it's been. It's been years at this point of not trying. Now, look, it's gotten drastically worse. This last year has been an abomination, just dreadful, almost unwatchable at times. But MJF stands alone. And the only thing I can continue to say is get out of the way. Do not involve. This is the greatest trick that the devil ever played. It's right in front of you. You don't have to try hard. It's right there. And we all know it's there and we all want it anyway. And this is the crazy part. We're all still going to cheer for MJF afterwards. Mm -hmm. It's almost a bizarre thing where they can do the thing and yet still have a face MJF afterwards, despite the fact that it will be one of the greatest heel moments in the history of professional wrestling. 
And yet we're still going to cheer for him because he is this good at this. Better it's, than you and we know it. But it's 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 so much more than that. This is I'm trying to make a comparison. Um, like I'm trying to think of like a a movie maker that's made really good movies. And every time they make a movie, you know, it's going to be really good. And yet somehow the next one is even better. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's insane. Joey Atani just keeping and going and doing something new sort and of, amazing. Yeah, imagine time, yeah. him doing it in a game that mattered. It was, right. a, well, yes. Uh, breaking bad seasons. I don't know. Like, yeah, they yeah. did. They did keep getting better. I don't know that I disagree yeah. with that. They it's, it's that it's the episode where Hank died, right? Like yeah. it's, the show's already this insanely good, and oh my god, this episode, right? Like, MJF has been the 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 only thing, and this, and he's been wonderful, and this is shaping up to be his finest moment. And it's crazy to me to say that, because he's had all of the moments. But damn, it's all right there. Stop stop involving Roderick Strong in any way. He needs to just be gone. This is simple. This is clean. This is easy. You can revisit Roderick Strong and Adam Cole after you do this. You can go down that road, but this is the easiest moment they'll ever have handed to them because it's the one guy they can't screw with because he is that much better than everybody else. You said it. I it's just everything's there. It's perfect. I you know it just makes me wonder exactly when because honestly it's at a point. I think you could stretch it out a little bit longer because people are so in on it. Like is this the time limit draw or whatever? However you want to do it, I think you could stretch it out even longer because we are so waiting for it. it it's like honestly, it's like MJF at the beginning. We were waiting on him to turn to turn on Cody. We were waiting for him to turn on Cody. My God, I think it was like six months if you include the yeah, but you know the non dynamite stuff. We knew it was coming. We were just waiting for when, and they stretched it out as long as they humanly could. I'm, I'm telling you, it really runs the risk that at some point you don't. I'm they, like, there is a time limit to how I, long. Oh, you you can't run it till December. Can I don't you run it through September. I, I'm not saying you can't. But I, I always warn about these things, man. Like I, especially with a company like AEW that doesn't know how to do these things. As much faith as we give it, like it, it feels like what we're talking about when we talk about like the bloodline versus MJF. Like MJF won't f it up, and you're probably right. But, mm. yeah, but the, they, they, they could f it up. That, it doesn't have to be him. They, and by and, doing this goofy Roderick Strong stuff, like. If they try to do something like, you know, it looks like MJF has the ring or something, and then Roderick Strong comes out to like oh, do whatever with the match, burn it and down, and then and and then <laughs> and then that's what causes Adam Cole to lose, and that's how they get to the second match because there's kind of a schmoz finish, but MJF doesn't actually cheat, so you don't get the turn yet. Like I could see something like that, and they, they can't do that. Like to your point, like that, like. Why are we still doing Roderick Strong? I don't know. Like, like I, I don't. Because AEW is not good at this. Well, right. here's, here's the funny thing. If Roderick Strong was a regular character, was there every week with Adam Cole, 
and he has been there every week hasn't he they've shown him i mean barely but like they've shown him throwing up his hands i feel like at every no i'm just i'm talking about even before this like if this was something where it was necessary like if roderick strong had been around since adam cole showed back up and this was something that was like it has to be addressed because roderick strong is there and to not address it feels stupid it's one thing, but they they inserted him just so he can do this. So, well, yeah. he was in the first segment that they did. The first segment that that but Cole was Cole to be was, his friend. Yeah, Cole had been around though for a month or two leading up but, to that. Yeah, but but this but this but this wasn't. But like, that's but all that's, happened but at that's the my same point time. Is like they're putting they put in Roderick Strong into that segment to be this person as opposed to right. already being but around. Like, and to their credit, it's bad, but they've done it from the beginning. It wasn't like they shoved it in week four or something. You know what I mean? Like we're acting like this came up two weeks ago. I mean, he's been he's been no, there. No, I, I know. I, I'm more which is why like, I'm worried that. <laughs> Yeah. He's gonna have well, no, I mean, he, they clearly view it as an important part for whatever reason. And I'm saying, well, if it wasn't if, if Roderick Strong and Adam Cole wasn't an important part before this, it's damn sure not an important part right now. Yeah, but this is this is where the person who used to stick up for them, you know, like you would say, yeah, but there's all this history that we all know about. And, and, and Ring of Honor I, this, I agree and 100 NXT that and. Yes, Japan and if he was around and if that was the story they were telling and if he had been around before MJF was around, I would absolutely be saying that right now, that it's something that's so screaming that you have to address it. He showed up with MJF. He is. Well, well he showed up before that. Did they try so, to do the Kyle O'Reilly stuff and people like, got injured? Are, are you I talking mean, about was, like a year ago? I'm talking about since Adam Cole returned. There there was like a two-month yeah. stretch where Adam Cole returned before he started getting involved with MJF that Roderick oh Strong was not Oh, my God, was, was that around. a year ago? Wow. Time I, means nothing <laughs> anymore. Well, there's that for sure. Look, I I'm, can't I'm believe not... Adam Cole has been in AEW for a whole year. Oh, Adam Cole's been around. Hasn't Adam Cole been in two years now? Wow. It was it was two Grand Slam or no, two all-outs ago. Yeah, it sounds right. That's yeah, wild. I mean, he, he obviously had the injury and was out for a while, but it was two all-outs ago. Yeah. And yep. and there was a big injury period, right? That's yes. probably part of the time war. Yeah, he, he was out Got for it. like 10 months. Yeah. So the Roddy, was the Roddy stuff before he got hurt? I believe so, yes. Got it. So, so. yeah. Anyway, anyway, I didn't mean for this to, to continue. I just... And I, I really have no interest in talking about um, j- just how ungodly the CM Punk. I mean, it's it's one of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life. He has the Twitter championship. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. So let's go SummerSlam now that Brandon's here. Well, let's, yeah. do you want to do that? Do you want to quickly do NXT and then we can do SummerSlam? We can quickly do NXT. Um, I, I didn't think it was a good show, if I'm being honest with you. I, I thought it was... Like, if I said it was fine, it would be, like, my way of saying it wasn't offensive, so we'll say it's fine. But this really felt like a show for show's sakes, and I don't think— It really did. This is the first one of these that felt like that to me. Like, they kind of felt like that, but there was always a moment in one of those other shows where you're like, okay, there was, like, a take— I think we would come on and say, okay, this would have been on a takeover, like this match or whatever. This definitely felt very much like— 
the weekly show on steroids, right? I, I, I want to be fair. The main event I thought was outstanding. Oh, yeah, like, of course. I do, I do think it was outstanding. But, but, like, it's it's one of those guys that you know isn't winning. That's the problem. Correct. One of the That's problems exactly it. what it was. It it was a really good match, but it had no chance of ever so, like, you could only get so much out of it. Um, the Gable-Stevenson thing was offensive. Like, that's that's oh, actually what I want to talk about more than anything yeah, else yeah. on NXT. It was that's wild. It was utterly offensive. I mean, it was that almost felt like he told them he was going back to Minnesota and they wanted to bury him. Oh, that, like, I don't know about the Minnesota part, but it is very clear that they are at the very least trying to humble him. You had Booker T going on his radio show and blasting him on uh, this week. Like well, B- Booker uh, T also doesn't give a shit. He'll say Booker whatever. Booker T is usually pretty much a company man, though. I he, don't agree with that. He's gotten in trouble multiple times for saying things that he should. He should. Yeah, say. but not about not about WWE though, and not really about like he says some stupid stuff sometimes. Yeah. But usually it's like stupid in other ways, not stupid in I'm burying current talent. Either I I don't agree, but either way, um, keep I'm sorry, keep going. I. It's very clear to me that they, again, at the very least, they want to humble him. But what did, what did, I'm not going to read it. I I mean, he he basically, he basically said, uh, doesn't work hard, is really green, you know, basically almost said he doesn't belong there, was like on the verge of saying that. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to overreact to that too much because I've got to be honest with you. I'm not really sure how significant Booker T's podcast is. For me to believe that, like, if they were trying to send him a message, that was the way that they would choose to do it. Um, now, what happened on, you know, Saturday or on Sunday night, 1000 percent, I can if if that's your conclusion is about sending a message. I, it, it Knowing what we knew about the reporting about him wanting to use an extra el- year of eligibility, it really felt like they were just kind of blowing him off like. I, that, that was, there was no need for that to happen. Like none, zero. And it's, it's so much worse because it it helps, it helps no one. Like Mm -hmm. it's, and you can say, well, who cares? It's Baron Corbin. So why, but like, why, why did this occur? By the way, if I didn't know any better, there was part of that that felt like a double turn. I don't know if it was just because of the crowd. That, but well, like, that's the other thing. Is like the end there, part where like where Gable was like kind of turn and heel, or I, I at least didn't know what he was doing. I don't know, but he de- definitely didn't come off like he was not trying to <laughs> turn heel. Like and like he was doing some heelish stuff, and Corbin was kind of almost sympathetic because of that. Like in like in a couple instances, but then he would come back and do heal things so you're like okay what what really even is this like i i don't know i I, I, there's so much going on and the crowd just immediately booing him too dressing him up like kurt angle doesn't help with that right there there are a lot of factors in play in this that i i don't know what the biggest factor is it's it's a really really weird thing it caught me like even if you told me that they were going to do this i wouldn't have expected the crowd factor in all of it and 
there are just a lot of different. Up until obvious, now, the crowd's generally been favorable toward him, or or at right. least at bare minimum indifferent, right? Like yes, no one. This, this, no, I mean, granted, he hasn't come out and really in front of a crowd in a while. No, but he was on NXT and he got cheered over the top. But again, that crowd is that crowd. When, that when he like was a, when he started suplexing people after that uh, fight pit match or yeah. whatever, like people were into that. It's a weird, weird bit that it all kind of came together in this one bizarre, bizarre moment, match, whatever. Um, I don't think we – I mean, I, I could honestly go on for a half hour about exactly why this happened, but we shouldn't. It, well, that was I, wild. No, we shouldn't because I, what we're really saying is there is no justification for it. Like no, no answer that you can come up with can justify doing that. No, um, th- there is if if that was what you were going to get, if the answer is any of the above, Gable Stevenson's not ready. If it's Gable Stevenson's not really interested because he's just more concerned about another year at Minnesota and looking ahead to the Olympics, then you don't do it like there's t- no one needed that. That was we had kind of lived with the fact that we didn't know what was going on with Gable Stevenson and we could live with it. Like no one, there was no reason at all for that to exist. And it was offensive on every level. And if the answer was, you believe that you could recreate Baron Corbin, not in an, like that doesn't make someone different. But again, if that was the belief, then he should have just won, right? Like a, he should have won, and b, it shouldn't have been against Gable Stevenson. Well, right. I, right. Well, if there, if mm, you're saying that Baron Corbin's so toxic, I don't know who else. I don't it, like if they said we can only put him in the ring against someone who is so woefully unprepared for this that it will make people choose to prefer Baron Corbin because their option is someone who can't do it. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's wild that they're thinking that about wild, but I don't know. Maybe I'd listen to, unfortunately it's on NXT. Well, I was, so, oh, by the way, I was also telling Aaron, like when I was watching the show the other day, like outside of kayfabe, outside of kayfabe, I feel like, people are sort of um, coming around to Baron Corbin. Like, I feel like people aren't, don't hate him like they used to. I feel like people are sort of like, okay, you can be here. Like, and, and I think it came at a bad time to put him against Gable Stevenson because he's getting cheered other places too. You know what I mean? There's other reports of him getting cheered at a house show against somebody or whatever. Like, I feel like I'm not, it's not, anywhere near like people want to cheer for him really but i think if you're if you're talking about like uh i mean this is a way different degree but at one point we were talking about sheamus like this right like people just decided to hate sheamus at one point and then all of a sudden there was like this turning point where people were like okay and we and we realized how great Sheamus. this isn't that but there's like a sentiment i think that like he's been there around long enough and I feel like there's a little bit of newfound maybe respect for the guy, just for the person. And I don't think that helped <laughs> at all. Maybe not, but it's like him- it's, 
he might have been cheered at house shows, but we haven't seen any inkling of this on TV on any of the shows before this moment. But he hasn't been on TV either. I mean, that's I mean, like like and and when he has, like, I feel like didn't they just do a month of him getting shit on by people like in a way that a, a heel doesn't typically get like it was almost remember we came on talk like it almost seemed like they were going back to the bad luck Corbin thing again. And by the way, he was on the verge of getting cheered when they did that, you know, sure. when they were doing yeah, that. I disagree. It no, was, he it, was. He was no, on the verge of getting cheered. We like to laugh at him. It, it it was it was like ha it was there was no they could have went that way and it might have worked a little bit uh if I, you want to say he could have turned into a pure comedy gimmick no i mean like yes. i think people started to feel bad for him legitimately no, no. That, i think it, it was a com- i think we liked the comedy yeah we i, uh, and, I thought and, it started out we liked the comedy i i was pretty sure we came on here and said what if this is hit them turning him face well, we, we but we did say that it was in a comedy sense, turn him into a pure comedy. Oh, thing. got it. And then they didn't, right? The only, look, if the only way to ever have Baron Corbin be a face is to get him, like, it's essentially the Zack Ryder thing. Like, it's essentially to try to create a character where, like, he's never done anything. He just wants to one time, like, and to make us say, like, all right, he's, you know, he's put his time in. I still think we'd be years away from that. Like, I, I, I but not I, compared to the guy that was in the ring with him. But that's <laughs> no. diff- the difference, right. and that's why, like, it, the only level thought is this is the literally the only person in all of professional wrestling that we think could make someone like Baron Corbin. Like, that's the only thought that I could come up with. But it's still not. <laughs> I, th- beneficial. I think there might be a couple other people, but he's definitely one of them. Yes. I, who? <sighs> I mean, I, 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 you're putting me on the spot, but I think there could be a couple others. I, I, I you'd have to tell me who that person is. Because I, I was going through, I was going to say, like, I was going not anymore, the but there was a time where Ridge Holland might have been that person. <laughs> yeah, but no, but no, that's that's done. Not like, anymore. That's, not anymore. I'm, I mean, like somebody would say Dom, but there is no Logan debate. Paul. Dom, Dom would Dom would be a thousand percent over in that scenario. Logan Paul. <sighs> Mm. They'd cheer for Corbin against Logan Paul. Maybe, probably. I think so. But I mean, but that's where you're going, though. <laughs> yes, that's where I'm going. And I, um, I think there's an argument for Dom. No, no. People are into here's, the Judgment Day. It would all it would take is Baron Corbin but for they Dom. They still to boo Dom. But, but, yeah, here's, but like, that's the thing. They they would boo Dom. They wouldn't cheer Corbin. I fair. think that that's exactly what it would be. Fair. Um, all of this to say. That was offensive. The rest of the cart, like it, it just doesn't weigh out. It wasn't a good show. It was, it, it was the type of show that made me question whether there ever really was any momentum with NXT, or if I just sort of dreamed that in my mind, because I came out of it realizing how few things I actually look forward to. And if I turn in, tune in to watch NXT, like that was that type of show that just made me think like, mm, what are we doing here? I don't know the answer to that. I can't like norm. I, I disagree in that. I do think there was momentum. It did feel like they had a direction. Oh, you know, me and Brandon talked about it for about 20 minutes last week. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily about 
you know, what we knew the direction would be, but it felt like there was a direction and there were things going on. Um, I, I'm not, it, it, I can't figure out what next, what is it? The end it's, um, what's the one at the end of September that just announced no mercy. Well, Carmelo versus Wesley feels like where they're going with that. And that's, you know, like I, that's good because Wesley has proven that he deserves that. Like as we, right. before you came on, Brandon, like I was just talking to Aaron, like it, I, I still think that right now it, to me in my mind of this group, it's, it's Carmelo one Wesley two, but I might be leaning to the idea that it's Wesley one Carmelo two. Like Wesley yeah. has really separated himself. No, I, I'm I'm as, telling you, for me, it's clearly Wesley one Carmelo two. I think Wesley has something that Carmelo doesn't have. I can't explain to you what that is, but he definitely is more exciting. I you might very watch. well be right about that. I'm not yet ready to go there, but you might very well be right. Like I'm starting to lean that way. He's like, he's almost like if Ricochet had charisma, you know what I mean? Like, like I love Ricochet, but like Ricochet is missing that. Like, oh yeah, he's thing. Correct. you know yeah. what I mean? He, he's not charismatic as a, as a character. No, as his, a his, his charisma comes from being able to do really, really crazy things. But I got to tell you, man, I think that whoever that guy was that was Wesley's tag partner did him like the biggest favor on the planet by being stupid. It's because crazy. I don't know if this would have ever happened if it wasn't for that. I, I mean, uh, maybe I, I I'd go say I, not. I don't know. It would not have happened. Yeah, correct. There would have been no reason for them to have even considered what they had in Wesley at that point. So I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, let's get into it. SummerSlam. That's uh, I hear they're suddenly, doing that. the suddenly smaller SummerSlam. Yeah, I told you guys. Now the stupid part no, about Glenn it is did that call this that, that I, not all those rumored matches were going to happen. The dumbest part about it is that they're leaving the worst women's match on the card. Like it's well, they they've had one match building for five months and it's not on the card. I mean, it's you got to get that Slim Jim Battle Royal in, baby. Well, they got a lot of money, so they really do have to really do have to put the, now why it is that Slim Jim wants a battle royal. I don't know. Like that's the silliest part about it is. Oh, I know why. Why? Do we want to get into it? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> because the winner is the new spokesperson for Slim Jim. Snap into a Slim Jim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fine. I, I I don't I don't know why you need a battle royal for that. I don't know why. You, were, like, were you going to have a one-on-one -on -one match for the right to be the spokesperson for Slim Jim? No, it, it doesn't need to be for the right to be for the spokesperson. It can well, just that's what they're—that's how they're going to do it. Well, they're not going to say that. They're just going to do it. I don't think well, they're going to say the winner. No, I mean, but the winner—the winner will be the spokesperson. Yeah. So does that mean all those like his Survivor Series match has to be the Slim Jim match and? Slim Jim on a pole match at the Royal Hang Rumble. On, I make, do we know that LA Knight is no. a significant part no, no, of this? No, 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 no. We just assume that's the clearest. Well, no, no. I mean, he said, he was the first one to say I'm in the Battle Royal. I understand that, but that's... Like, yeah, but that Seamus awesome. said it three seconds oh, later. Oh, 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 oh. Are you saying the, the Slim Jim connection? No, I'm just putting no, that there's together. No, there's no public anything about that. Okay, I, that's no what I was rumor. trying to figure out. Yeah. Okay, you, yeah, yeah. you were speaking like it was some sort of factual thing. No, we just I thought mean, it was obvious. It, in my mind, one hundred percent were texting factual. about it. Yeah, we just thought it was I, obvious. I, I mean, I think it's possible, but I like there would be so many layers to this 
this winning this battle royal doesn't help LA Knight in any way. I mean, other than this getting is, him on the show, that's it. Other other than getting him on the show, sure, that's fine. But he could do that in a one-on-one match with someone, and that would be better. And drastic. They should say better. the winner of this gets a U.S. title shot or something. That's what uh, they should it's, say. It's, they they it's always the, should say that. It's the eternal problem with all these matches. Um, so nothing about this helps L.A. Knight. Now, if your theory is correct, and this is just about L.A. Knight and Slim Jim, fine. But I don't know how this elevates L.A. Knight for Slim Jim. Like, none of this makes sense to me. Like, the conclusions that you're drawing about this don't make sense to me. If they had announced this match with no Slim Jim, I would have assumed that L.A. Knight was going to win because he's the guy with all of the heat and probably should do something at SummerSlam, like something. So I would have made that assumption anyway. But none of this is meaningful in any way other than WWE. First of all, who knew that Slim Jim had this kind of money? Like, really? I don't even really know what Slim Jim is. Weren't they paying Randy Savage like, Ten million dollars a year or something. Was it really? That was that was twenty five years ago. I I I got to be honest with you. Slim Jim has been so irrelevant for me for so many for so long that I I can't believe they haven't been overtaken by other. Like, do they really just? It is Slim Jim really the only product that the company makes? I don't know. <laughs> is I, that I, even I, the company? I'm asking questions because it's it, if that's the case, I would have thought that Slim Jim was like a product made by Kraft, right? Like, all right, it's it's Conagra Brands. Let's see what else do they have. I can't believe we're doing this. I'm I actually really am interested in Slim Jim, honestly. Like, I'm genuinely interested. Here in we Slim go. Jim. List of Conagra Brands: Act Two, Microwave Popcorn, Angie's Popcorn. Uh, the banquet frozen chicken ready to heat meals. The banquet of uh, frozen meals. Uh, Chef Boyardee. Oh, okay, that's a significant one. Yep. Uh, Fleischmann's bread spreads. Okay. Yeah. Healthy choice. Hebrew National. Hungry man. Okay. All right. Jiffy, so Jiffy is... Pop. Kid cuisine. It's basically craft. It's just another. Marie Callender's frozen meals. Mrs. I, Butterworth's. I did not know that this company would care so much about Slim Jim's significant individually that they would do whatever. This is not worth <laughs> it. I'm, whatever. Uh, this. Who cares? Yes. Will LA Knight win? Probably. Do I care? Not in any world. Better that he wins than he doesn't win. You you say that except I actually don't know that that's true. <laughs> like I genuinely don't know that. I don't know that anything about this match matters, so I can't tell you that it's actually beneficial to the winner in any way. Like, I don't know that it's any different if he wins or if he's the third person thrown out of the match because <laughs> it's not a thing. By the way, Slim Jim paid Macho Man Randy Savage a million dollars a year to be the spokesman. Well, yeah, again, in the 90s, Slim Jims were huge. But, but think about that. In 1996, it was one million, so translate that to, like, 2023 you know what i mean like the money makes sense but also he he that was post wwe too correct yeah, yeah well it, it well it came yeah. in with so the, the the article i read and i remember this from a podcast i listened to where eric bischoff was like describing like the contract came with him 
So like WCW was getting money and then filtering it down to him. So essentially his wrestling contract was paid for essentially by Slim Jim. So wow. So which wild. is crazy, right? Like WCW basically didn't have to pay him because they were getting some of that Slim Jim money too. So yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Let's get into should will and shouldn't will. Um, we'll begin the, the God the match that as you know I can't wait for. Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler in an MMA rules match. Um, by the way, I, I saw a lot of praise on the internet for the vignettes that they I'm did. Just about to ask you about you didn't even like that. I I thought it was a good idea, and if I cared about this match at all, I probably like I I'm gonna go back to a couple things was you can't incorporate MMA in WWE. You can't because the truth is that if you actually did an MMA fight, we none of us would want to watch it. What happens every time you take someone that has never been a UFC fan and you say, come watch this fight. And then the first fight is two dudes rolling on the ground. They yeah. say, why am I watching this? It's it's that thing that you want to have be a good idea is blending mixed martial arts with. And it's not a good idea. They should have it's just done not. fight pit. It's like fight pit would have been fine for this. It it actually would have been the only way to make it interesting. Honestly, it's closer to what you're wanting to do, and but it's still sports entertainment. Um. Also, what does MMA rules mean in this context? <laughs> because you know, there's gonna be some pre- weird thing. Presuma- presumably, no pinning. Um. God, I hope it's not rounds, because rounds is oh, uh, even more than MMA doesn't work. Like rounds is absolutely like has it's, never it's ever worked in the history. Right. But oh. like presumably it's submission or knockout. Got it. I mean, it, it, if that's what it is, that's what it is. Um, I, I don't know. There's nothing else for me to say here. The, the, no one actually stands to gain anything from this. Uh, who who will who should win? Like, I get the answer. At, like, we're going to say it should be Shayna Baszler because we think Ronda Rousey is going to be gone for a little while. But I, I just I'm so no juice to this should find Shayna should, I guess, for that reason. And I assume that she will unless we know, you know, unless Ronda is actually going to be around. I mean, shouldn't will Ronda that the or should will Shayna. It's the only purpose for doing this match. So, yes. Shouldn't Will Shayna, I don't think that she has nothing to gain. I think she does have something to gain. I just don't trust them to use it. Um, but I shouldn't Will Shayna, yeah. I. It's not to me about trusting them. But I mean, when you say them, who are you saying WWE? WWE. Because I, I think that you could, you could make her the killer again coming out of this match, right? You could... Like you're trying to do that you thing. You could have done that at any point. This match I, didn't I know, have to but happen. You're trying to do that thing where you're letting people know who she is a little bit, right? And you're letting people like try to like her. Like you're trying to peel the curtain back a little bit, be like, hey, this is who this person really is. So we want you to like rally behind her on screen, and then you can turn the character back on. Um, I I just don't think I think she's com. I think they view her as a device to do something with Rhonda and nothing more. Unfortunately, that's, that's kind and of that sucks the way that so, I see it. 
Yeah. So, though, by the way, if whatever we want to think of the feud, whatever we want to think of how Ronda has been since her return, if Shayna dominates Ronda, that's meaningful for the character as they build on it. And if they yeah, want to if they don't leave her off TV for two months, after it's that. as meaningful yeah. as whatever happens next. Cor- like, that's it's, right. That correct. It's that's not, what I was trying to say. I'm, I'm trying to say this, but if she beat her for a belt, that would be meaningful no matter what. Winning this match alone, and you would it say, well, it depends how. It depends. What if how? she walks in and kills her? That's what I'm saying. Like, if it is, she knocks her out. Again, it'll be as meaningful as whatever they do right. after. Well, that. but that—that's internal wrestling. There, there's kind almost of. nothing. There's almost nothing that by itself matters, except for the world title. Yeah, I mean that. That's that's kind of true, but also context is key. Like a lot of times when you've been watching something for a while and seeing what they've been doing with it, then when you say, hey, if you add on top of that, this, a win like this, then there's almost no question about what's going to happen from there. You can't build someone, build someone, build someone, give them a big win and think anything other than that matters, you know? They haven't done that with Shayna. Like, there's nothing at all that suggests, as Brandon just pointed out, that they believe in Shayna Baszler. A win here could be nothing more than a gift to Ronda on the way out the door. Ronda says, I'm leaving. I want to do something for my friend Shayna. They say, we're appreciative of you. Sure, go ahead and do it. And then they walk in on Monday and say, right, but we still don't think anything of her. I have no idea what and 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 unfortunately Ronda's been so bad that I don't know that a win over Ronda really does mean anything at this point. She's like, still a big star. It still does matter. What I what I would say is like and again, I don't know if this is the thing. I'm just throwing a thing out there. If she beats Ronda Rousey, right? And then the next night on Raw if that's when Becky Lynch is fighting Trish Stratus and then she joins that, you know, faction or whatever with her and Zoe. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something there that's important. I'm not saying that's the thing they should do, but it needs to be something like that. Like, it needs to be something that involves somebody who matters where she is a threat. And if they don't do that, then this is, like you said, it's just a device for Rhonda and nothing more. They've got like I don't I don't know if I I mean if we see her as coming out as a face you could see her coming out confronting Rhea Ripley or something like that but like that's the part I'm struggling with is like what is she I don't even know what the, like what either one of these people are supposed to be I saw an interview where Shayna said something like well if you like me then you like me and if you like her then you like her like come on what if we don't like anybody that doesn't work whenever we don't it's, have it's, something to hold on to with these right, people that's 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 okay when both people are likable or when there's there's nothing here but there's also not- whenever the, whenever you've been given a strong enough like with Rhonda it works just because she's so famous and you can decide to like her you can decide not to like her you can decide to have been turned sour by her with Shayna, they haven't given us enough. Um, I mean, again, we're people who watch NXT, so it's a different story. But they haven't given the audience that watches Raw enough to care about her in any way. I, I keep hearing you talk about what a big star Ronda is. And to some extent, I know that's still true. But man, 
it is really hard to if you watch professional wrestling, you're going to be hard pressed that if if you're not let's say you came to professional wrestling in the last 3 years. Yeah, you might not know who she is. What? I get it. What tells me that she's a big star? Like I the fact that they're honestly the fact that they're telling you every time she comes out that she's a big star. But they're are they? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they literally actually, say I, it. Hold on. I'm going to push back on that for a minute. I have been meaning to bring up how weird it is that she feels so pedestrian um, in the past month or two. when they. Part of it's being in the tag division because that's just what happens when you're in the tag division right. unless unless you're part of the bloodline or whatever. Like, But it is weird how she just comes out in like seg three or whatever to, to like – mid card fanfare you know at, like at it's best. weird right yeah i i keep trying to like this is not new it's been going on for like since the last time she showed up again and for like a night it felt like oh right that's ronda rousey that's star and then you immediately saw she just wasn't interested she had no i they she's not been that she's ejected just, the title from her on a smackdown and they don't do that like, you know, she's just been someone on the show like that's all she's been. And it goes back to why this is so bloody unjustifiable that if they had been treating her like Ronda Rousey, like, sure, OK, a Ronda Rousey match is going to be on SummerSlam. But they have not. This is as forced as forced gets this. There is no justification for this being on the, the SummerSlam card, particularly considering what's not on the SummerSlam card. Like. There is no reason for this, and that's why you can't tell me that Shayna Baszler winning this match matters because there's no there's no juice here. No, I think and, it can matter. I don't think it matters singularity singular mm-hmm. singularly. I think it can matter. You can you can still say I knocked out Ronda Rousey, and that can still mean something in the context of professional wrestling. Like oh, both of those things can be true. All the things we just say can be true, but you can also take something like that and turn it into something. I just don't trust them to do it. I think, like you said, I think Rhonda's leaving, and I think this is the thing Rhonda wanted to do, and they'll let her do whatever she wants. So this is what they're doing. I mean, they let her dictate to them that she wanted to be in a tag team. Do you think anybody in WWE thought that was a good idea? <laughs> Uh, I mean, maybe not at first, but once they saw how uninterested she was as a right. performer, then I don't know. That, and, but at again, this point, a tag team with a person that we know they don't care about, or at least they had been telling us yeah, on TV. They didn't any inclination to think that they did. I understand. All right, Aaron, uh, you can have Ricochet and Logan Paul enjoy. By the way, that match has been built up way better than this Ronda Rousey match. Which is hilarious. Um, man, I'm torn on this on the should. I know. I mean, the will is obviously Logan Paul. Are you really I, torn on the should? I I am simply because I know that they don't think that much of Ricochet. Ricochet isn't that guy. They think Logan Paul's that guy. So if Logan Paul's going to be continue to do what he's doing, he needs this win. He's Wait, Not a thing. You, if wait, 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 wait. What do you mean by that guy? 
I, they don't see anything in Ricochet. Other I don't than- agree. I don't agree with that at all. That's that's definitely not the story. I mean, they've low key built him up pretty significantly for a mid Carter. I, I agree. They don't they don't see a main event in him. I, I don't I, think I, they, like I can, I'm 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 gone the uh, other here's, direction. He, okay, here's they here's, do see something in him. Here's what I'll say: If Logan Paul loses this match, he shouldn't be doing what he's doing. Now you can say that would be good. That'd be great. Logan Paul doesn't show up anymore. But if he's going to continue to show up, he needs to win this match. Uh, Ricochet that's a, that's a can more lose fair. That that might be a more fair. I'm gonna match. push. I'm gonna push back on that, but I'll wait my turn. Okay. Um. So because of that, I'll just say should Logan Paul. But yeah. So the should is Ricochet, um, because he's a wrestler and Logan Paul isn't. Logan Paul's fine at what he does. I agree with them doing this match. I think it'll be a cool spectacle. Um, I think the oh God, the will is probably Logan Paul. Yes, Ricochet can lose matches. I I have to push back on the notion that they think he's nothing. I don't think he's not. They think he's nothing. I think they. Uh, I think they get some numbers from the things he can do and they post the videos online and things like that. Obviously they don't think he's a major contender, but I don't think they want, I, I think there was a time where they didn't give a shit about squashing him and they did it all the time. And that has not been the case, at least lately. Could they go back to that? Sure. But I just, it, what they've been telling me on the show is that he kind of sort of matters right um, in the mid card and, and, and online videos and things like that. Um, but yeah, I think the shoulds ricochet. I think the will is Logan Paul. So two things. One, I think they view ricochet. It's going to be a weird comparison, a little bit like they viewed uh, it's Kane, for example. I think they view ricochet as someone that people will come to shows to see Ray Mysterio Um, to a lesser degree. No, definitely not. Ray Mysterio is way too like Ray Mysterio. No, but I'm saying because Ray Mysterio does cool shit. You know it, what I mean? I, I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying that like Rey Mysterio was a genuine star of stars. Like he, the entire Rey Mysterio Latin, was never irrelevant. Rey Mysterio mattered overwhelmingly to a large population of people. For a sure, large, but don't you think he ate shit way more than Kane did? As far as uh, losing matches. Losing uh, matches, but losing matches, like, I, and I was the one who said that his title reign was the worst of all time because he kept losing matches, but it was, he was never felt, he never felt irrelevant. No, he was never yeah. stuffed in the mid card and Kane was stuffed in the mid card regularly. And right. that was okay because right. the point was with Kane that they knew that at the end of the day, a bunch of kids wanted to watch Kane make fire come out of the, the ring posts. Right. And that's the the comparison with Ricochet is he's he's part of this. Yeah. And I think they're recognizing that he's part of the show. People want to see Ricochet do some flips. If, they if want- you watch the promos, he is regularly featured more than some people that you would think would be. You know what I mean? Like if you if you go look at those little commercials for Raw and stuff, he's in those a lot. Right. But it's in a, but sh- in a shocking but to, be, to a shocking to be degree clear, almost. I still think there's a limit to that. And that it, it's of Kane is a, a weird, you know, comparison because Kane did become a champion and Kane was, you know, but I, I don't know. Size, if but but if you took the size right. out of it, they're the I, same. I don't know if Ricochet will ever get that type of opportunity. But Kane was part of the show because kids wanted to come watch Kane. Hell, we adults wanted to watch Kane 
lift his arms up. I mean, we did everybody did that. And he was part of the show and Ricochet's part of the show. The the part that I want to push back on, Aaron, is almost the exact opposite. They're not trying to pretend like Logan Paul is a professional wrestler. At no point do they ever reference the fact that he loses. He's there because he's famous. And so I'm going to flip this. It's utterly irrelevant whether Logan Paul wins a match or not, because they're not whenever they present him like they're they're mocking the notion of him being a professional wrestler. Right. Like that's and what they, and they act like they're shocked he can do whatever he does each time and they don't really build on what he did the previous time. At Look, no point have they again, they're using this now in case like they, the idea of him being a professional wrestler is the thing that's making him heelish like him they had ricochet literally cut that promo where he's like i'm a professional wrestler or whatever to do what they're doing with logan paul that he never needs to win a match ever the the scary part is if he does win a match it makes you think that they might believe he is a professional wrestler, <laughs> which is far more horrifying than anything else is. But come on, he's the 10th best wrestler under 30. Thank you. God, what an atrocious Wait, was list. that a thing? It was a, we were talking about it earlier from oh. ESPN. Um, so I, I, I still think it's possible he does win this match, but I, I'm, I'm going to say kind of, like, if he's just going to continue to do this, there he's just a spectacle and you don't ever need a spectacle. A spectacle does not need wins. A spectacle is a spectacle no matter what. Uh, Omas is still seven foot eight or whatever he is, no matter whether he wins a match or loses a match. He's still he's a giant. Lost like everything. Correct. Logan Paul is still the famous guy from YouTube that your kids like for no reason, whether he wins a match or doesn't win a match. And so there is, absolutely no reason why he doesn't lose to ricochet and then you know whatever the next show would probably the rumble i mean i don't i, I guess maybe if slim jim's gonna give him all this money to pretend like survivor series is a thing then maybe they try to i don't know i don't believe that they'll ever try to make survivor series a thing but whatever um there's no reason why they can't just go right back to doing the exact same thing and and you know dunking on logan paul and just trying to take advantage of his fame. When's so, the next when's the next Saudi show? Is there a fall Saudi show? There's a, there's a one that's soon, I feel. Is it like early September or something like that? Is it okay. November? Then there you go. I don't know. They they don't need him to beat Ricochet for him to be Logan Paul. Like this is not a professional wrestling thing. This is just him being famous. So the should is unquestionable that it's Ricochet. The the will I am not as like convinced that they're going to have Logan Paul win only because what does that do for them? Like what, what do they get out of Logan Paul winning that they don't get out of losing? I, I guess I just don't think they see it that way. I, well, I'm, I, I am with Glenn. I don't think they care who wins with this match at all. I think they just want videos to put on Instagram or whatever. You well, know, or TikTok. It, I, you say that's that. the whole point of this match. There's a there's a 10% reason to care about Ricochet winning. There's a 0% reason to care about <laughs> Logan Paul winning. There's sure. literally nothing that you get out of a Logan Paul win that you don't get out of a Logan Paul loss. Like zero. It's the exact same thing either way. 
And unless you're telling me he's like fighting, you know, right, and that's the terrifying, or something. The actual terrifying part is what does it mean if he does win? Yeah, because there's no reason to have him win unless you want to let him pretend to be a professional wrestler. And that's terrifying. So. Should unquestionably ricochet, I'll lean will ricochet only because there is no reason to do the other thing. None. So I'll stay there. All right, Brandon, you'll be first up. Uh, Gunther against Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental Championship. So, listen. I think you could have Drew McIntyre win this match. I don't think you should have Drew McIntyre win this match. I'm going to say the should is Gunther. There's nothing in this build that makes me feel like Drew McIntyre is actually winning this match. I think they just want a spectacle match for Gunther. So I'm going to say should and will Gunther. Um, I, I'm really torn on this should because we're really talking about two separate things. Are we talking about the should in context of this feud? Are we talking about the should in the context of we have long believed that Gunther should be doing something more and you need to present a device by which you can move him on to what that is? And Drew McIntyre is Drew McIntyre. So that's a pretty damn good device for it. And yeah. I, I don't know which is the more relevant should. And part of that is that I'm struggling with. I, I'm struggling with where I think they're go, like maybe because I let you guys talk me into the idea of like Roman Reigns switching over and winning the other belt and like, you know, that whole thing. I'm. I, I don't think we're anywhere near Gunther in the title picture. I think if I think the closest that that gets is like WrestleMania season. I, I don't think that's happening in 2023. You, you say that, except I would argue the exact opposite. I would argue that this they're not going to do that at WrestleMania. They why not? It's not a WrestleMania story. Yeah. You con- you conquer Gunter at WrestleMania. Correct. Gunter does not build up and win a title at WrestleMania. Do um, so you think he's going to win the world championship before WrestleMania? If I, he's, think, I mean, I, I don't think he's going to be I mean, involved I think in a if title you, match. If you, but I if, was going to say, if you think that's what's happening, then that's next WrestleMania. I don't think they're anywhere near that. No, I mean, if you wanted to There's tell me. There's way too many roadblocks in the title. I, no, 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 if you wanted to tell me he wins at Survivor Series or in December or something, he carries it and Cody Rhodes conquers him at Mania. Why not, not? That's not happening. It's probably not happening, but, we'll, but like. Well, I don't think that Cody Rhodes would be beating Gunther. I'm going a different way altogether, which is like. You're building up Gunther winning the belt as being this mega moment. That's a WrestleMania moment. And Aaron's point is that's not a WrestleMania moment unless you're drastically changing Gunther's character. The heel wins the belt at an event like No Mercy and then or Royal Royal Rumble. Whatever. Any show. It could could literally be any show. They win it at Royal Rumble if you're using them to put over the face that's winning at WrestleMania. Right, right. But I I don't know that's what Gunther would be used for as much as it would be 
to establish him as one of the top stars on a brand of television and saying definitively that this guy is going to be a heel that we will use in that capacity for the next five years. Um, like when, when Gunther's involved, he's that guy. It's just a very different storyline to me than like the ascent, you know, the ascension of Gunther is not the same unless you're changing his character, unless suddenly he's a face, which would be really weird. Um, like, I don't know what the point of that would be. So to me, to say that Gunther couldn't drop this belt and immediately become a top challenger to Seth Rollins would be nuts. And to say that no, they could, he have, could, I just don't think that I think there's too many other things happening in that picture I, for that I, to be. There's a lot of things happening, but I don't know what the clear path is. I've n- still yet to come up with a clear path. I, I like your guys theory, but there's no real reason for us to assume that like Roman Reigns is just showing back up when, where, what, how, and suddenly going for a different belt being on it. Like, we're making jumps to something that we have nothing to work with just because we think it seems kind of cool. Um, there is no clear path for what they're doing with that belt and that show or anything along those lines. This is all completely ham-fisted. So Gunther seems about as clear as a path as anything does on that show. Um, I, I'm okay with continuing this, but to what end? when does it end? Because at some point it's hard to keep making all of the matches matter at, at some point when Gunther just wins all of the time and is taking out legitimate top stars in the process, they kind of all bleed in together. Like what, who is it that you're lining up next? If he just rolls through Drew McIntyre, who's the next meaningful thing for Gunther to do as intercontinental champion. That's the trick. I don't know. I don't know the answer, but I'm telling you, I just this Drew McIntyre thing feels a lot like when they used to just bring Dolph Ziggler back to fight someone for a belt. I, I think that's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard you say. Like, <laughs> Why? You. But to Why? compare Drew McIntyre. No, you're 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 you're, you're you, hold on. You're focusing on the wrong part of that comparison. There has been zero build of Drew McIntyre. He's anyway McIntyre. That's I'm saying, don't you think they? It, it feels like they well, just ham-fisted him into a no, Gunther story to get no. beat at SummerSlam and disappear again. No. Is what I'm no, saying. No, 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 not disappear. Here's here's what I will say. It does like. I do think the Gunther, the the uh, overcoming Gunther, should be a story. Should be a longer build than what it has. And been. that's so not for, what this is. Yeah, and and for that I will agree. The idea that he's going but, to but disappear. Are we is pretending like crazy. there wasn't a story before this? Like, are we pretending? But it had we, everything to do with Sheamus, and they injected I, I, Drew McIntyre into it. What? We were saying how much how irrelevant Drew McIntyre was at the WrestleMania match, yes. and that was all about Sheamus. You might have been saying you that. said no, we it. all agree. said it. We you all agree. said it. You can't go back and retcon. No, I it. said I thought they were telling a better story for Sheamus. They were only no telling a Sheamus story. And no we talked about how asinine. Yes, we did. Irrelevant. We talked about That's how asinine nonsense. it was that they injected Drew McIntyre into this at all, and we wanted the Gunther Sheamus one on one again. We and we we talked about how. Just because it was WrestleMania, they were throwing it together and injecting him in there. We all said it. 
I he I, had nothing to do with anything. I, I he, think you're using he was the word the Charlotte of the opinion. because you're trying to get an argument over. I I certainly don't think they told a great story about Drew McIntyre winning the belt, but Drew McIntyre is not like I keep coming back to this notion. Drew McIntyre is the guy that every kid is there to see. We yes. know that. Yes. Comparing him to anybody else that you're just bringing yeah. in it is nonsense. And, and if, I agree with you there. But the if, way they brought him in for this felt like that kind of thing is what I'm no, saying. No, it felt like you're ignoring how much Drew McIntyre matters. Yeah. It I, feels like you I'm are, between you guys. You you are, are missing this part. He matters so much that he wasn't on Raw two out of the last four weeks. I mean, I'm I'm just saying there, this is weird. This is a weird thing. It feels like he's literally been brought back to do this and disappear again. That's what it feels like to if, me. If you're I'm allowed to feel that way. Nobody's going to tell you what you're allowed to feel. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll put I'll put big ba- big money down that he doesn't disappear. If he's under contract, the insanity of him disappearing is. I mean, I know that nothing matters and everything's always wrong, and so I don't know how to compare it to anything else. But the notion of Drew McIntyre healthy and under contract and just disappearing is one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Like, just badass. Is he under contract for very long? That's part of this. That part of it is a relevant question. And if there is a debate about it, and if this is just, hey, we want to get one more, you know, big match out of Drew, we can have that conversation. But they're two separate things here. If Drew McIntyre is healthy and under contract, he ain't being used like Dolph Ziggler. That's stupid. That's that's little brain stuff. Drew McIntyre is Drew McIntyre. If there's a separate thing going on, and if that's your theory, is that. There's a contract problem here. That's part of my theory, yes. If, if that's the theory, that's a completely separate concept. And that's nothing like the Dolph Ziggler argument. That's a Drew McIntyre is a huge deal. And if he's going out the door anyway, let's have Gunther beat him at SummerSlam because he's a massive deal. That's a completely different thing. The, the only the Dolph Ziggler thing was more or less saying there is a person that wasn't in any way a part of the show for a month and a half or whatever, however long it was, who randomly came in and got shoved into a story to clearly have a match at a big show and do nothing else and interact with nobody else on the show. But you're using terms that aren't accurate. He wasn't shoved in. That's not true. There's a story there. Like you're pretending like there was never an interaction. Okay. Okay. Fair. But he was still it still was shoved in in a way that's like he wasn't there and then just comes in. And it's like this clearly is just and it felt this is the SummerSlam match and it felt big. Yes, it's there is no comparison. The moment those two dudes were standing across from each other was the hair on your arm type of thing. Those two dudes are mega stars. It was awesome. It was great. This is not that I'm not saying it wasn't awesome or great. I'm just saying it it feels very temporary to me. And by the way, I just checked every single Raw advertised and he's not on any of them. That doesn't mean anything necessarily. But you would think if he's such a big draw, he'd be one of the advertised people. And he's not. It certainly leaves back. Again, I keep coming. If there's a contract problem, then this theory makes sense. The theory of someone just going away is 
absurd. But that's why I was saying he would go away. Because but you I need think to say that. Okay. <laughs> you I guys... thought we all knew about the ongoing contract thing that was happening. You still have to use the words. Sure. Even when we talked about Ronda Rousey, we talked about these scenarios. Like, the, you just suggested he would suddenly randomly disappear again. Like, he was Dolph Ziggler. Like, that's a very different thing than a contract being up. They're very different scenarios. Um, I, 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 I do think that ultimately Gunther is going to win. I do think that. But... I also think that at some point you have a bigger problem with Gunther's clearing out top stars now. He is a top star. Why is he still carrying a secondary belt? And if Drew McIntyre were to be around moving forward, this would prevent present you a pretty good opportunity to have a barn burner great match that Drew McIntyre happens to win, but doesn't really hurt Gunther in the process and can elevate him as he moves on to the next thing he's going to do. But there's a lot of, you know... Has Gunther... How many matches has Gunther lost, by the way? Singles matches? Yes. Zero, Uh, right? I mean, we're we're counting just his main roster run. I I don't think he's lost a singles match. I mean, we got to factor that in, too. But they're not really talking about that either. They, 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 they mentioned it. I mean, I, I feel like it's been a thing that's been mentioned, but not lately. No, you're right about that. It's, it's definitely not something they're trying to get you to care about. Like, no, they have, they're not. And like, unless all of a sudden at SummerSlam, they start, you know, yeah, saying I mean, that I, during I, the match. It can definitely yeah. change. There's no debate about that, that it can change and they can decide to start caring. I know Imperium have lost like six man tag matches. Yeah, and, and that's and that's why I'm going through cages. It's impossible to look through it because it's just like he loses. And first of all, they lose on every house show. Imperium loses. No, but so. every single Gunther solo match, I don't see any. Well, loss. again, he's lost on house shows, too. But no, I'm not even seeing yeah, that. He lost a ricochet on a house by show. DQ. Like, that's. You know, um, <laughs> he lost twice to AJ Styles on house shows. Yeah, you know, really? Yeah. When was lost that? To, I'm not seeing that. This is December of 2022. Oh, okay. I'm only in 23. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not coming up with, uh, but nothing but on it, TV. And yet they're not, it's not something. And, and by the way, all three of those losses were disqualifications. Both AJ's and the Ricochet were all DQs. Right. So those don't really count. Okay, I, but they don't count because they were on house shows anyway. But, but also they were DQs. <laughs> right. So they're, they're not even pinning him on house shows. Just, you know. Uh, the yeah. last time he was the last time he was pinned was by Braun Breaker on NXT. Yeah. So, so they, cool. I mean, there you go. Now, again, why they're not, ta- I, they're not talking about that. Like, it's not. And, and by the way, for the record, like the Drew McIntyre thing, like him not being advertised for the shows, like that doesn't really mean he won't be there. You know, there's six people advertised. Well, we, for the have, shows. we have no idea. And I, yeah, I have no problem saying that we are to understand there was a contract issue and we don't really know what the clarity of it is. And if there is a logical thing to say about he could just be doing this before he's on his way out the door. That's. Or at least until they figure out his contract or whatever. They, they want to get this match just in case. Right. 
Yeah. All of those things are totally possible. Yes, I agree with that. Uh, ultimately, I, I do think that he will win. But the should I, I do think is very complicated because I don't know that I think that Gunther should still be the intercontinental champion for much longer. I'd like to see more of a chase from whoever like a, a direct chase. You can you can say that it was this was broken up and a longer chase broken up. I'd like to see a longer direct case. So if you wanted to tell me Drew McIntyre wins it in. September, October, something like that. They gets through it and they have a rematch and then Drew McIntyre wins. I don't know if I'm for that, but yeah, I can absolutely see that. Um, but for this match right now, the feeling for me is shouldn't Will Gunter. All right, we got to move the the, the yeah. we, we 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 this is this is on us. This is what always happens. Um, Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. Um, and that's me. Hmm. I mean. Look, I, I, we, it actually doesn't require all that much. No. The, it, it shouldn't will Cody. It, the, the only question is, um, at, where does it fall on the card? Do they continue to try to force the issue of Cody Rhodes is the actual main event of, of whatever show? But shouldn't I mean, will not Cody. with Roman Reigns. <laughs> no. I was going to say where it is on the no, card. It's not going to the main event. Main event. It's, it's more like. How do they try to make it seem like it is as big as anything else that happens on the show? Which is, I, I think I don't they'll know. put it they'll put it right in the middle. They we've already kind of hinted that Ricochet Logan Paul's leading off, so Logan Paul can try oh, to get so to his Logan brother's fight. Plane, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Co- Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar will be right you, in the middle. You know what I would do? I would event. put I would put that freaking battle royal or something in between. You know, some kind of cool down thing. You know, but, I mean. I don't know, but put that or put, I I feel like, I feel like they've always been bad about putting like a women's match right after something like that. (laughs) Uh, Shouldn't, shouldn't will Cody. Yes. Shouldn't will Cody. Shouldn't will Cody. Next for the world heavyweight championship, Seth freaking Rollins and Finn Balor. My first. Yep. This, this is true. I just, the Damien priest aspect of mm-hmm. this makes it very, very tricky to me. Well, It's not the only aspect. I just, no, no, there's, it's, there's it's more not. to it than that. No, yeah. there, there's absolutely. And by the way, even with it, like, I don't know. You tell me the Damien priest aspects makes it tricky. I don't know if that means more likely for Finn or Seth to win. There's a lot I, going on in this. I, I, I go a step beyond that. They didn't have to do this match again. Right. Yes. That even if there was no Damian Priest factor, you would have to ask yourself, why are they doing this match again? There's a lot going on here. A lot going on. I kind of... I think the should should be Seth, but there's just so much... I'm going to say shouldn't will Seth, but I, I don't feel confident one way or the other about how i feel or how this is going to go the should is finn balor the should is finn balor because why are we doing this again if you're just going to keep beating finn balor the answer before is because edge doesn't lose and we kept throwing him up against edge and having him lose this is the little bit different i think seth rollins at this point is a star he can lose the title You've got other extenuating circumstances here that would tell an interesting story either immediately or in the coming weeks, depending on how they choose to play out the Damian Priest part of this. I think Finn Balor should win this match. Um, The will, 
I'm going to say they do. I think Finn Balor wins the match. I do think it's possible you get the Damian Priest thing immediately, but maybe not. Maybe they'll slow burn that. I, I think If you had to bet who walks away with the title. If I had to bet? Yeah, I'm giving you I'm giving you even odds all the way around. Who 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 would you bet walks away from the title with the title? I'm going to say Finn Balor because I think it's a better story to have Damien have the briefcase and yep. him have the title than to do it right away and and cash all your chips in all the way immediately because you do have to produce television shows. You, and you, you just, do have to you just walked right into the exact answer. <laughs> like it, the eternal yeah. answer is they've been telling you the Judgment Day have been the most important yes. thing for weeks, and now all of a sudden the Judgment Day is the overwhelming most important thing because they have the champion, they have the future should be champion. There's the win factor to it. There's the Finn Balor looking over his shoulder factor to it. It it is the story. The story now is to 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 almost tease, like have the look of Damian Priest at the end of the night, like he's thinking about doing it, but doesn't do it. And it's it's that's your story moving forward on Raw for a little while. It's not. It's. I say it's not clean. It it is kind of clean, right? Like it's just clean and creating a mess, right? It creates this. When might you do it? Are you really gonna have Finn Balor defending the belt and also looking over his shoulder at Damian Priest for a little while? Like at some point, you're gonna have to decide what you want to do with that. But it's not yet because the Judgment Day is too hot, and because there's there's other directions that you probably still want to go in the meantime. But what Brandon just said is ultimately that you didn't need to do this match again. You chose to do it again. Should and will Finn Balor. And, and by the way, Finn Balor holding this title for a little bit does a lot for your show because you've got a lot of face people who could be these contenders that you got, you know, your Tommaso Champas and your like, Johnny Gargano's and wherever the hell he is and like ricochets and like people who could fight Finn Balor for the belt and feel like credible opponents where they might not have felt that way against a Roman Reigns or, or a Brock Lesnar or someone like that. And I think that, you know, of course against Seth Rollins, that's the case, but he's a face, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. a little weirder. I would say it's what makes it weird though, is that anybody that you're doing that with, you're immediately making them the second most like, I, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it and that the argument is otherwise you're not ever going to have a championship match with some of these people that you're right. talking about. Right. But it is a little bit weird because you're not you're not actually selling them as being a credible threat. You're selling them as a kind of device for the continuation of the real story. Like, right. But you need to do that. Right. Like I, you need to have those people. Right. I don't disagree. And again, if the alternative for those people is they never get a championship match, then like this is, I guess, better than that. And, um, and by the way, you've told a story where they've like hurt Kevin Owens, right? So like he's right there. You've got Sami Zayn right there. Well, like, assuming Kevin Owens is right there. Sure, but I'm saying like right, if he's not so hurt that he can't come back, you know, soon or whatever. Like you've got these guys that you're you've already intertwined with the Judgment Day as as opponents, right? That mm -hmm. the kid. I mean, and and then honestly, like you could put Seth Rollins with Gunther. Like, I mean, you really could do that. That could be his next 
person. Well, you, you, know. you run a real risk there of which, which is the real championship. That's the it's well, that's the, already it, a problem. <laughs> but <laughs> it, no, that's just what we're talking about is a, it's a little bit different. Seth Rollins. Seth, is Seth Rollins Gunter should main event over Finn Balor, Correct. Sami Zayn. And it should be for the Seth Rollins belt, not for the yes. Gunther belt. I that's, get it. But I'm saying if you're just talking performers and in interesting matchups, like that's interesting to me. Um, anyway. All right. Um, do you think he'll ca- do you don't you don't think Damien will cash in, right? You agree with me? Like, no, I agree. I think that yeah. your story moving forward for the next during football season when nobody wants to watch Raw is you're trying to get people to tune in because Damian Priest is lurking over one of his own friends to take his belt. And every week might be the week when he does it. And that's now your compelling story to get you through when you're competing against football for the next couple of months. That's absolutely the way that I think they go about doing it. Um, yes, the women's championship, uh, Oscar, Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair. Oh, that's Brandon. Yeah. Is Charlotte Flair in the match? <laughs> uh, I mean, the should. God, what is the should here? Is the should, the should be, is this match shouldn't be happening? Yeah. Well, yes. There's that. The I should's mean, this, hard for me. The should is hard for me. You've got Oscar's barely been on TV, right? She's been like looking at TV monitors for a couple of weeks or something like that. Unless I'm forgetting something. No, she um, popped out. Yeah. But wasn't it her looking at a TV monitor like that? Wasn't that her entire? It's definitely <laughs> happened. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm, there's been so much wrestling. Um, I'm gonna say the should is Oscar retains, and I'm gonna say the will is Charlotte Flair wins. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here. I really don't know. I'm confused by this whole thing. Um, it, it is difficult because the other, should, other than the spectacle, that's the thing I'm not confused about. Like, it'll be the, good. The like, should is Bianca going over Asuka. But the problem is, can you do that in a triple threat match? Right. That's and, why I went the other way. And you can't. And so I certainly understand your argument. Can you create a device by which you're somehow eliminating Charlotte from this and allowing yourself to go back to Bianca versus Asuka? I guess just by the nature of her being Bianca, you can. Um, like, like, to your point, just have Asuka win. Asuka holds the belt for a little while, and you can always revisit this as we get closer to... Royal Rumble or Wrestle, I, I guess you could do that, but it doesn't feel like what you should be doing. Um, I, I'll say the same thing. Should, but also, where are we at title-wise with Charlotte? How far away is she? <laughs> yeah, that's is part she, of this. She's either getting to 15 or already at 15. Well, that's a big difference. No, I know, I know. I just, I know she said, I think she's going for 15. I think she's at 14. She's going she's, she's 14 currently. Yeah. Okay. So got to get another title shot, title reign in there for Charlotte. I mean, it it just like are do they think it's important that like she gets to 16 at WrestleMania? Like did they have they thought that through? Um and if they have, then Charlotte's winning here, so she's checked off 15 
and can get number 16 at WrestleMania. I just, I, I don't know, you know, where they are with that. I, I will default to should Oscar will Charlotte for that reason. So shouldn't be Charlotte. And because it's a triple threat, I'm even going to say shouldn't be Bianca. Cause I don't think there's a good way to do it, which leads me to should be EO sky cash in because that's the way to clean this up at least temporarily should be should be eo sky probably will be charlotte i can't say should be eo sky i why not I, someone has to win this match you EO sky. Inserts, yeah, inserts yourself into the oh, okay okay yeah Wait, it doesn't matter eo sky walks away with the title it, it almost no, I'm not it, gonna, no there's a difference no right because who she cashing it in on does matter in that scenario right like he he's not wrong about that. That's fair. Um, I I would probably say Oscar's the cleanest though. If you wanted to say get have it Bianca and have her, you know, have even more of a reason to ch- it can't be Charlotte. Cannot be Charlotte. <laughs> if you're doing that, that's for sure. Why not? You, you you're gonna have number fifteen be a two second reign. Oh, I mean, they would totally do that. Are you kidding? Number fifteen. No, no, no. I'm not saying they wouldn't. I'm saying they shouldn't. But why? Why? Like, because we're care. already doing these meaningless. By the way, work. didn't they already do that with her one? That's my point. <laughs> no, but I'm saying that no, it's our point. <laughs> no, but like, that's my point. Is if you've already done it, you shouldn't have. But they multiple... don't. It, it the length of the. We're saying shouldn't. We're not saying we're not saying wouldn't. I'm saying shouldn't. No, but it, I'm saying that I don't even. Her winning the match is the only thing that matters. Her losing doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. Why? Why are you so concerned about when you, when you lose the belt? Doesn't affect. W- uh, doesn't affect that you didn't win it. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't take away that you won. If you beat, uh, if you know whatever, if you beat Hulk Hogan, if you beat Roman Reigns, you beat him. It doesn't matter that someone comes out five seconds later and pins you. Like you still won that match, we, and that's still. I, I understand that, but but we're making fun of these title reigns already. Don't make number fifteen that short. That's all I'm saying. What are we making fun of? We've made fun of the oh look at it she has to win just to lose I mean how much the past like three reigns but like done. not not in a way that we were like offended by it I I'm mean not, we were just I'm laughing not even saying that. offended but it, when you're getting to sixteen we shouldn't even be laughing to laugh but like except for the fact that we know that the only purpose is to get the sixteen so in a way I would rather them do it <laughs> this way like. I don't yeah, want do you really want Charlotte to hold the belt for like three more That's months. The opposite of what I want. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want long Charlotte Flair title reigns. I want them to get this crap over with so it doesn't loom over us any longer. Get it. A, this is actually a perfect way to go about getting a 15. That's right. If, if we're just saying let's get it over with. OK, fine. I like I, but, I, but why I, wouldn't I, you, you be saying that? that? Like, because I, because here's here's the, like if we're keep laughing at all, like that's the thing is it's not going to be a get it over with thing when we're approaching sixteen. To to them it won't be. To us it will. Like we, like the, that's the reality is they have they feel like they have to do it because they have to do it and I get it. We don't really care about that. It's no one's going to be emotional about Charlotte Flair matching Ric Flair's number of career title wins. But we get why they're doing it. We get that it makes sense in the in the professional wrestling landscape. But it's not some hollowed thing that we're begging for Charlotte to do. It's just a oh right they're gonna do that. So it, it it's best of both worlds. Like we we get it. They can do it. But we also don't have to have it interfere with us watching professional wrestling. 
I, I don't want her to be Triple H. Why would I want that? It's like, this is the exact opposite of what I want. Right. So I'm looking at her reign. She's had one one-day reign, one less-than-one-day reign. <laughs> right. One five-day reign, one 12-day reign. Um, and then after that, it's like, you know, 28 yeah. days, 29 days, and then some more. But, but it's also not like run. those, like, have made it so that it's comical. Like, if, if it was impacting the way that we felt about Charlotte as an all-time great performer, then your your argument would hold more weight. We all respect Charlotte and believe her to be one of the great all-time female performers. So, who cares? Like... Yeah, and those the the less than one day rain was in 2019. The five day was 2019, and the one day was 2021. So we're due one. The, the 2019 <laughs> was the 2019 was Bailey cashing in on her as soon as she won, right? Yes. Yeah. And then, I actually I actually think it's the perfect answer. The more I thought about yeah, it, yeah, it really it's, is. It, with the with the caveat, wins, being, EO cashes in, right? But I, have we thought that EO was like they were gonna have Bailey win so EO could cash in on her, right? Like that's the. I I don't think they're going down that road. I I think it I think it's more likely that EO, EO wins, wins to and set up Bailey, with Bailey. Yeah, ba- Bailey gets jealous. Yeah. She okay. gets mad that she doesn't help her beat Shotzi or whatever, you know. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and finally. The... Is there another match? Yep. This is, we've we've spent we've done a two hour show and we haven't talked about the only thing that matters. Weird bit. Um, I thought we already talked about Don Callis. That's a great point. Yeah, he's the only thing that matters. <laughs> so here we are. The the it could be the moment. Roman Reigns against Jey Uso, and I get to start. Great. Um. The should is the obvious part. Oh, I should say it's the tribal combat match. The should is the obvious part because this is the moment. This this is as much as I you know thought that Drew McIntyre was the moment you know a year ago. This is definitively the moment. Part of that was just because I didn't want Roman Reigns to be a part time champion anymore. Um, how silly I was because I would have been robbing myself of the greatest content in the history of WWE. So, right. That was you know, a moment. This is the moment. Right. This is the thing you have to do to finish telling the greatest story that's ever been told. And you could say, well, it, but you don't have to tell it now. The problem is because you started this with Jay there. If if you haven't beat Jay again, there really is no justification to doing Jay again down the road it, it's a little bit different than cody in that way where like if cody was the answer it's okay for cody to happen again down the road right the fact that you started this with jay and you're revisiting it you can't come up with a way to justify revisiting it again in a year it kind of has to be now or never the should is jay the will i have I've allowed myself to like to to really get up to like damn near a 50-50 feeling about it. But then I remember they actually have to do it. And I'm like, there's a part of it that just convinces myself that, that Roman's going to be the champion forever. That we're never <laughs> going to see another champion. Um, 
you know, and, and then people remind you of how good the ratings have been and that, that why they, would you mess with what they're doing? And then it, the question is, is Roman going to be around? Because if he's going to be around, like the easy answer is, well, you mess with it because you're not going to have Roman anyway. So the ratings are going to take a tumble no matter what. You're going to have to have him drop the belt. But if for some reason he's not going anywhere and he's continuing to be there every other week or, you know, no worse than two out of every four weeks, then you can make that argument that you just made of why who cares it, from a business standpoint, who cares about telling the greatest story in professional wrestling history? We've got a great rated television show. Let's not screw with that. So the will. I wish I could tell you that I believe they're going to do it, but I don't. The will is Roman Reigns. Um, I'm with you. Should be Jey Uso, particularly if they have the balls to end the story with Jey Uso and not, you know, go back with it. That that's absolutely what they should do. But the will is Roman Reigns. They're they're not going to mess with a good thing. They're just not. So, yes, the should is Jey Uso. Um, obviously, that's the should. The will is Roman Reigns. And I will tell you, I do think there's a way you could do Jey Uso again, having Roman Reigns lose this Roman Reigns win this match. But it very much matters what how you do this. There, can, Jimmy has been off TV. What what is you know we, mm. Roman Roman Reigns has alluded to a lot of uh, things where he's sort of gaslighting Jimmy, right? Like in on TV while he's not there, while he he's he's sort of saying that all this is. Everything that happened to Jimmy is Jay's fault and things like that. Will he fall for that? Will he what what you know, is there something that WWE wants to do further with these people before Roman Reigns lo- ultimately loses the title? How does Solo Sokoa fit into all of this? How you know, how do you explain him not helping? Like, this is the part I've always been stuck on, like. You can't tell me anyone's beating Roman Reigns until you tell me how you get all this other stuff out of the equation that's been helping him win matches this entire time. They can't just all of a sudden stand there with their fingers up their ass. You know what I mean? Like, you got to explain to me why there's some respected rule in this match that he can't cross. I mean, they've already sort of. They, they started doing that, and then he just let him attack. Him right, exactly. You know so what, I mean? the, what, what we were talking about last week or the week before is it's completely irrelevant. irrelevant. Exactly. So, like, th- they kind of blew all that up on Friday. So you got to explain to me how he's not able to help or if he accidentally, you know, maybe he's the one who causes him to lose. Um. I don't think you're going to like that either. I don't know. Does that affect the way that Jay wins? Does that affect your feeling on him winning if he wins because uh, Solo accidentally spikes him instead of Jay or something like that. I mean, I think there's a lot more to it as far as like, could this continue? I don't think it's a simple, no, it has to happen now. It can't, it can't continue. Uh, I absolutely think it could continue. Um, I think that in a, like what you're missing there is when and where, Right, like so Detroit at SummerSlam is the when this should happen. I mean, that's the other thing I'm hung up on is like this is not necessarily a great market and a great 
Well, I, 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 while I understand that it's where they're doing SummerSlam. Like, right, sure. I, I, sure. You, you can't really do anything about that part of it. Like, Roman Reigns can drop the title at one of two pay-per-views during the course of the year. There's two options for it. There's WrestleMania and there's SummerSlam. This is where they're doing the SummerSlam. So, like, the next option would be WrestleMania next year. And could you? Sure. It's the same thing that I talk about all the time. You're kind of playing with fire every time you do this. What happens when you make that decision and then suddenly The Rock calls you in October and says, I'm in. Now what? Now are you hoping to push it all the way off to next year at SummerSlam? Like, you could. It's possible. Can you keep everybody healthy? Can you keep the story fresh? Can you keep... I get it. We would say, well, they've managed to do it up to now. Sure. That's a hell of a challenge to like say it's got to be another full year to do it that way. I, I It's not impossible as much as it's impractical to me to continue saying we can always keep pushing this off. And a lot of people still want you to clean up Cody Rhodes, too. So... You could just say you don't care about that, and that's fine. I don't think it's impossible, but that isn't how they feel. And that, again, as I always said, the only Cody story was that he had to win the belt. It doesn't really matter who he beat to win the belt, but a lot of people feel that it does matter. So you're throwing a lot of things into the equation all at once in order to try to pull all this stuff off. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that's why I think the simplest answer is that Roman Reigns just wins um, and 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 we move on. But I, I do think there's a way you could continue it. I don't think it's completely out of the question. I hate the Jimmy idea, though. Uh, I mean, it's, I in a weird way. Like if, if you're if the goal of this is how do we find a way to get six more months out of this, right? Like if that, if that's somebody walked into a room and said to Paul Heyman, this is great. We need six more months. And Paul Heyman said, okay, well, Jimmy turns on Jay. That's, that would help solve that problem. That like it, it wouldn't be the best thing to do, but it would be a good way to solve a new problem that was presented to you. Hey, like it, Got to give it to me for six more months. Now, how do you do that for six months without Jey Uso having obvious allies? It could be that suddenly that's where Cody becomes his ally for a little while. And Cody's the one that's trying to help him get. They're on different shows. How dare you? Kevin Owens is hurt. Do you bring Sammy back in? With Jay, you know, they, they, these are the types of things. Is there someone else that could be involved in this picture that we're not thinking about? Right. Like um, I, there's a lot of things that could end up being part of this discussion, but it's only if the problem that you're trying to solve is how do I get six more months out of this? It's not what's the best thing to do. We have the answer to that. The best thing to do is to do it. Um, but if the actual problem is. A, a suit came to you and said, nope, we need it. We need it longer Then I could make that argument for Jimmy turning on Jay here being the way they go about doing it. But it, it also runs into the same in, in a in a 
in a different degree, but the same thing that I talked about at the beginning with MJF and when do you do this? As good as it is, and as much as we feel like it's infallible, there is always a, a date at which point people just realize they don't care the way that they cared before. It, it exists throughout pop culture. It exists. And I don't know. We have been willing to ride this thing for a very long time. And so it feels like there won't ever be a date. But you just never know when you reach the date of we are actually sick of it now. Like we are. It's it's been great. Yeah, but like the NWO Hogan with the belt date. <laughs> You well, know, that was like, that was never as good as this. So I don't want to make. No, it, I'm just I, saying. I, but I'm yeah. just saying, like, no, there there, there is that, always a something date people it, like that went on too right. long. There is always, always the danger that you don't do anything wrong, that you are doing great programming, but at just at some point in November, somebody says, "God, we're still doing this." Like, well, still, especially, especially like, you know, how much are people geared up for this? Are are people are is this the moment where we're just like we're, we're, we keep gearing ourselves up for someone to beat Roman? It's just never well, happening. I think a lot of people have pointed out that in a way, yeah. despite the fact that it being the correct answer, we're not quite as geared up as everybody was for Sammy or for Cody. In part because you did let yourself get emotionally invested in some of those things and didn't get the payoff. So it's almost like I'm not going to allow myself to get emotionally invested in this one. Like, plus, it goes back to the Sammy, like what I said in the prelude to the Sammy thing. There's a percentage of this crowd that's never going to believe Jey Uso can, is capable of beating Roman Reigns. Sure. There's a part mm-hmm. of that, too. A hundred percent. There's absolutely a part of that. So but but going back to the point, like if you keep trotting people out there, like why am I going to think that this is the one, even if it's somebody that I otherwise believe? Right. Like even if it's a more believable i don't even know who this person is like logan paul thank you thank you that's exactly the one that I, you know <laughs> right, i gotta to wrap go. up to, yeah to wrap up this conversation the biggest favorite of the entire night is roman reigns, roman reigns. well because he's roman reigns i mean yeah, like that's like that's what I could, which is the main I, I i would have guessed cody but was yeah, there anything roman. was there any other weird thing real quick in the odds not really. Asuka is a slight favorite, but very slight. They just don't know what to do with that match. And it and Finn and Seth are minus 120 both ways. They have no idea what to do with that match. All right. Uh, let's get some plugs in. Uh, Aaron. Follow me on Twitter at the Aoster. Come check out Circa. Come sign up for the contest. Circa Survivor. Circa <laughs> Million. Yeah. Circa Survive. At, yes. at Rams Head Live, right, Brandon? <sighs> Not yet. Mm, keep working on that. What is it, Rams Headline? Will you remember, remember when they played there before? Um, Matt Stells, a uh, country fans, uh, part of our WPOC Fall Y'all concert series. Matt Stell is on September 21st. Um, we also have, uh, as part of that series, oh, never mind. That's not announced yet. Can't talk oh, about that. Right. Um, <laughs> sorry. Delete. Awesome. Also coming up, name redacted. <laughs> Radio more, edit. A couple more country shows coming up. Um, I do think I can talk about the one in October. Yeah, October 12th. Sorry, I need a second here. I should have been more prepared. Um, Morgan Evans. It is, it's literally his venue. Yeah, like, that's the hilarious part about it. I don't it. own it. I didn't say you own but like, I, 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 I made this joke. 
uh, Mike Elias is the general manager of the Orioles. And somebody asked him about what DL Hall role, DL Hall, who's a pitcher, what his role was going to be when he returned. And Mike Elias' answer was like, you know, that'll be interesting because we could use him as a starter or he could be used as a reliever. And I was like, you're the guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> who, who else are we supposed to ask? Right. you're the one that's supposed to give the answer to that question. And that's the comparison that I'm making, which is if Sorry. you don't know, who else do I ask? So we started announcing the WP- WPOC Fall Y'all Concert Series. We have Matt Stell, September 21st, Morgan Evans on October 12th, and two more to be announced and maybe even more than that. So um, we've got those. We've got the Warp Tour band coming back. They play all your favorite pop punk emo hits of bands from warp tour past and also we have let's sing taylor a full band taylor swift tribute december 2nd um all the tickets dates everything you need ramsheadlive.com at ramsheadlive on instagram and twitter and as always i am at brandon lynn on twitter at glenn clark radio and glennclarkradio.com for me at AJ Francis 4104 him for brandon for aaron and for the main event Bent. 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 Who, by the way, had a fabulous segment with L.A. Knight on SmackDown. This week. Did. That was mm-hmm. really. Uh, AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out. Uh, I'm sorry. I just discovered something called Mariah May, and I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> what? <laughs>